You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Support for this podcast comes from UCSF Medical Center. UCSF Medical Center is ranked the number one hospital in California by U.S. News and World Report. UCSF Health, redefining possible. to NBC Sports Radio. Sports Radio. Weekend 6 is the Two Robbies Football Show. Your number one source for Premier League football on NBC Sports Radio. Now, your hosts, Robbie Musto and Robbie Earl. Robbie Earl. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio with myself, Robbie Musto, and of course, as ever here with my friend, Robbie Earl. And Robbie, it was a busy Saturday today. All the big boys played in the Premier League in England because European competition starts next midweek, so they want to give the teams a little bit of rest for that. But let's start with the biggest matchup of uh, today, Saturday, and that was at the Etihad Stadium in Manchester. Manchester City 5, Liverpool 0, a very surprising result. But it did hinge on a massive decision in the 37th minute. John Moss, a referee, gave a red card to Sadio Mane, his collision with Edison, the Man City goalkeeper. We've had a lot of feedback on, on mm -hmm. Twitter, um, but just quickly, we both agree, yeah. Rob, that it was the correct call from Jonathan Moss. Just remind our listeners why it was the right call. Because as the ball gets played through to Mane and he's running through, yes, he might have had eyes for the ball. Yes, he might not have been making a malicious challenge. But he raised his foot in a dangerous manner with, with his, his, his studs or his cleats over here, as we say in America, up against the, the head of, of the goalkeeper, endangering the safety of an opponent. In that situation, whether it's intended or not, the referee has to, has to give him a, a red card. And it was really interesting, Rob, because I put a picture out there that, that showed Marnay's foot against the head of Edison, the goalkeeper, and wrote at the top of it, that's why it's a red. And we got all kinds of, of reaction. And we'll just go through a, a, a few of them. Wink said, endangering the safety of opponent, running that fast with his foot that high is reckless and without control. Phoenix Princess, I'm a staunch red, but the petition wasn't even deb debatable under the current laws. 99% of fans don't know the laws. Brent Matthews said, incorrect, quite simply, he didn't agree with us. Yeah, Daniel McCurry said, yes, a red, but can we question why Edison dipped his head in? That was mm. his kind of response to that. Mint says, that play happens 10 times a game, and I've never seen a red card given for a field player. Goalie was outside the box and lowered his head. Aaron Quevedo tweets us to say, should have been a yellow right there. So I, I think when you look at it from, from all over social media, yeah. I think there was some disagreement. Mm -hmm. I think the, mainly the pundits in the UK thought it wasn't. Yeah, they were saying, you know, they, they seem to be this not malicious or he's not that kind of guy. The, the laws of, of the game, yeah. w when you read them clearly, that ticks all the boxes for a straight red. Serious foul play. Let's get to the game, Rob, because yeah. that was more important. And, and let's just talk from Liverpool's point of view, because I just want to get your thoughts on... Mane goes off, it, it, probably Liverpool's most dangerous, best player uh, so far this season, but they, he goes off the pitch, they're 1-0 down. Should this have been a 5-0 defeat for Liverpool? 
No, it shouldn't. And, and we often say um, that playing against 10 men can mm, be really difficult, difficult because yeah. they kind of bunker in a little bit. And, and Liverpool did, Rob. They went to a five at the back, yeah. three in midfield. Well, instead of two up front, we normally get in a mm. full 10 outfield. It's just one. So defensively, they, it had, was bodies kind there. Of, they had bodies there. Mm. And it, we can look at the... In fact, I will look at it right now. The summer window, Robbie Earl, for Liverpool, Mohamed Salah, Nearly $60 million yeah. forward. Oxay Chamberlain, midfield player forward. Uh, Dominic Solanke, uh, forward. forward. Naby Keita is going to come next season, mm. midfield kind of forward. Andy Robertson, defender, $13 million. Does Jurgen Klopp have a blind spot for defenders and defending in his team? He Andrew Robertson. He bought Andrew Robertson for more. Yeah, I said him. Okay, I said Robertson. He's a defender. 13, yeah, defender. He's the, that's the only one. Centre-back. I mean, the centre-back has been the problem. I mean, yeah. he, he courted Virgil van Dijk to the point where maybe he was blinded by Virgil van Dijk, didn't get the deal done. They probably thought they were going to nab him out of Southampton late. But here's my point, Rob. That, that I look at, as you said, Sean went in the back in the end with, with, with Clavin and, and Matip. But I looked at the goals, just thought about all five goals. The first goal, Aguero gets through, nobody around him scores the goal. The second goal, Jesus, free header in the six-yard box. The third goal... Aguero runs through, plays it into Aguero, no defenders near him. Sané's fourth goal plays a 1-2 in the six-yard box, knocks it in. His fifth goal, edge of the box, nobody picking up. Who in that Liverpool team were there? You've got bodies there, Rob, but there's nobody putting a, 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 a pressure on the ball, putting anybody on, on, under any kind of duress. Chan did go into the back four in the second half, but that back four, Trent Alexander-Arnold, has done really, really well. Yeah. And he, and he loves getting forward, and he's got a little bit of quality. He's 18 years of age. Alberto Moreno is being trusted again, which mm. is a whole different debate. And, and, and actually, I kind of respect Jurgen Klopp for saying, you know what, I'm going to keep mm. going with you, and I'm going to try and make you better. Ragnar Klavan comes in to play alongside Matip. Is that a back four that's good enough to be champions? When no. I think, you know what, the no. midfield and the front no. players are absolutely well, enough to be champions. Certainly not when you're down to ten men, but it's still about... They, they need a centre-back, Rob. I, I've still said I think they need a goalkeeper as well, but do you know what? Give me a centre-back to start, and, and I'll give you a chance at uh, looking at the weekend. And that could be how simple it is for, for, for Liverpool. But, you know, that, that's something that they're going to raise. It's not going to be one at least till January, probably not till next summer, so they're going to have to go with... Are we with reading too much? Are we... Are we People potentially read too much into this result. When they see this result, when you look at it, it's like 5-0, yeah. Man City um, versus Liverpool. It was the manner of the goals, Rob, that, that, that was a little bit disappointing. As you say, you normally can play against 10 men and you make it tight and you try and get... At half-time, Rebecca said to me, it was 2-0 at half-time as, as they went in. She said, is this game over? And I said, not yet. Liverpool have got enough. They get one goal back. They, Jurgen Klopp will be telling them that they can get something from the game, but but they didn't. And, and you know we'll turn to Manchester City in, in a minute. But but, but but also the system changed, Rob. So yeah. I was like I was like, oh Rob, look, the, mm. Klopp's gone with a five-three. He's not going to go for off. this. Yeah. And now if it's five-nil and Klopp's throwing people forward and they're trying mm. to get he's goals and he, and he's and he plays mm. maybe two up front and, and one less man in midfield and they lose. But, but this wasn't that Liverpool, game. Liverpool aren't a bunkering in team, are they? That, that's not their style. Even no. though they try to do it, that, that's not the way they want They want to get on the ball. They want to play. They, they want to take risk. And it didn't work out today. We'll see if it has any terminal effects. But, but let's talk about City because it, it wasn't just how, how poorly Liverpool. I've been saying for, for a while, City have had possession. They, they, Pep said it a number of times. We, we have not taken our chances. Yes, it was down to 10 men. So that's always going to be the asterisk on bit. this one. Yeah. But five goals, Rob. Five goals gives you confidence. You get you, 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 you both your centre forward scoring. Looks like a partnership. You get Kevin De Bruyne assisting. Sane comes on and, and gives you something t different as well. 
That's got to be a good day for Pep. You know, you know what's funny? Um, we talked, and we will talk about the partnership of mm. Sergio Aguero with, mm. with Jesus. Yeah. Now, they, they partnered again today. The yeah. last game, Rob, against Bournemouth away, they won 2-1. It was 4-3-3. The yeah. game before that, they were partnered together. So, is this going to be a partnership we're going to see kind of continue to develop and, and play? Or is Pep, Pep going to change based on... His opponent. Teams. Interesting, because I actually think Aguero's better on his own. I think he prefers playing on the I think he likes running the line, making his little runs in. At times before, I've seen Jesus blocking him. Now, I said before the game today, it might take a little time for these two to get an understanding, to understand the runs, to appreciate each other. The biggest surprise today, Robbie Musto, is when Aguero's going through with <laughs> a 3-0, and he slides the ball to, to Jesus and goes, there you go, have a goal. Sergio Aguero is the master goal taker. So that tells me, and, and the little sort of rapport between yeah, the two, I thought was good. A, a hug and I a thought that was a nice little, you know, appreciation of, of the two. And they might both need each other. Aguero might need Jesus just to be in a team, and vice versa. I'll tell you what, it's really interesting to see it because mm. I think when we saw Aguero at his best, he had Negredo with him. Yeah. Negredo, a big guy, different mm. type of striking partner. And Jesus is very different. He's kind of similar where he's short, he's sharp, he wants it in defeat sometimes, he wants it in behind. So I have two of them together. Is a little bit different. And if they can get on the same page, that's mm. a pretty cool. hot combination if they can get combined together and, and, and create stuff between themselves. Can I throw a slight negative in you, you uh, know, for Manchester City? Oh, go on then. No Vincent Company. Mm. Cough strain. Yeah. The dreaded yeah. cough strain that, that's, that's kind of d dogged him for the last two years. Is this, could this be a problem for Manchester City? I know Danilo can go in the back and, and did okay today. Yeah. But we're talking at the top level, Champions League, which I'm sure they want to go deep, winning titles. They can't afford an in-and-out company again, can they? They wanted Johnny Evans. They mm. wanted a centre-back at the end they? of the window. They didn't get one. Pep was asked about it in his press conference two or three times. And he basically said, listen, we've got cover there. We've got players that can play there. Fernandinho Robbio is a player mm. that can drop yeah. into that, your, that, your that area as well. John Stones, I know you closely looked at him yeah. today. He, he seemed okay. He did okay he? today. Yeah, he did, he did okay. But again, you've got to talk about ten men. Mane not on. Liverpool maybe not on the front foot. Danilo. 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 He's done all right. Yeah. He's done okay. Yeah, you can, can play either side, cross the back three, can, can play both the full position so in the end you've got to say it was a you know a good, good day for Pep and, and listen we'll look back at this in a month and we won't be talking about the man I read we'll be saying Manchester City beat Liverpool 5-0 and I thought that was the kind of performance that Pep needed so on a day when Liverpool lost Mane and lost 5-0 City finally posted what I call a performance of note next up we'll turn our attention to the red half of Manchester they were the league leaders at the start of the day and then they've ended up the league leaders at the end of the day but it wasn't plain sailing for Josie and his men. You're listening to Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, this is David Sage. The flaws, the flaws. I'm not out making movies and acting like an idiot. I'm listening to NBC Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. Now, let's move from Manchester City's game to Manchester United's game. They went to the Bet365 Stadium in Stoke, hoping to get four wins from four games. They didn't get the victory. It was a 2-2 draw. Stoke were very impressive. But there was an interesting part at the end of the game. It seemed that 
Jose Mourinho avoided Mark Hughes in terms of a handshake at the end of the match that you always get, uh, mostly get anyway with the Premier League games. This is Jose's reaction to when asked about it afterwards. Do you feel that, um, you know, at the end of the game like that, it'd be nice if everybody shook hands? I sort of think Mark Hughes is a little disappointed there wasn't a handshake. I want to be polite with you, and, and I prefer not to, to answer to the question because your question is really a, a bad question. It's really? really a bad question because it looks <laughs> like it's, it's my fault, it's my problem, and your question is not, is not correct, I'm sorry. A bad question for Jose. I've got to tell you, it's one of the only times I've seen Jose Mourinho a little bit stumped, a little bit lost for words with, with the... I don't think he knew business. really what to say. No, no, he didn't probably think the guy was going to ask him. And, and I think just it's, it's just one of those those things, and I think the Becker mentioned it on on, um, on broadcast a, a week or two ago, said, we'll find out about, about Jose and this Manchester United team when they have some disappointments and how he reacts to that. And I think today... The non-handshake and the little bit at the end of the game is just his frustrations with his team not getting the job done. But you have been very up on Jose's yeah. body language. Correct. He looks, you know, he's a Manchester Fought. United man in, manager now. He's got the Correct. suit on, he's mm. cool, calm, mm. uh, c uh, calculated yeah. and, and very kind of, you know, in control. Mm. And I said to you, hang on a minute, yeah. let's wait until... No, we're not, we're not jumping on any bandwagon here about it's, it's gone off the rails at all. No. But just answer the question. Just, you know, why, why didn't he shake his hand? Well, what, I, I don't know what it was. There was a little bit of coming together the, 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 at some I point. I think there's been a history a little bit between Mark Hughes and, 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 and Jose Mourinho. They, they usually have something in, in the technical area, and it seems that Jose doesn't want to answer. But, hmm. listen, you're right. I, I think it is his frustration that the biggest thing I thought today is Jose Mourinho teams that win titles... If they score two goals away, they get three points. Yeah. They don't go. To, they don't score two goals away and end up with a point. He doesn't concede the two types of goals that his team conceding, and that will frustrate him and disappoint him because he, I think he believes this is a team that they can go right to the top. I think again we learnt today, in my opinion anyway, that there's goals in Manchester United. Oh, now. definitely. There's goals. goals there's goals. Twelve for, goals in four games. I mean, Pogba heads it, almost yeah. scores, hits Rashford's head, yeah. goes in. That's a goal. Lukaku with another goal. Mm -hmm. And a few other opportunities, but defensively, Rob and well, it's the first time, it's the first goals they conceded. In it, fairness, it, it, it is, but they weren't good, were they? And he made some little changes mm. there, little tweaks to make them stronger. An extra yeah, man in midfield, Herrera, yeah. who, yeah. who's better than Matter in terms of Defensive, without the ball, yeah. and also Darmian to replace mm. Daly Blint on the left back position. We, we again, Rebecca asked us afterwards who asked me, "What's Jose going to be most worried about?" And I said, "Centre back." Individual it, areas. Does 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 Josie think that he's got the right centre backs to win the league? Well, I, I think. Listen, we we spoke earlier, and you can go back on record and said I'm still not convinced by the centre back partnership. I still said I think Eric Bailly is a, a, a wonderful athletic defender, but I think some of his decisions can be poor. And Phil, but he's good, isn't he? He's, he's a good player, Rob. But I'm yeah. we're talking about winning the title now, yeah. where you have to make very few mistakes. And 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 Phil Jones has got what we call in football terms a rick in him there's a mistake waiting time. he has been playing well again he's been playing well but today he had a man-on-man -man job to do, to do yeah. with uh, to promoting to, on, a, on a corner set, set piece and he didn't defend that now in the past Jose Mourinho's had John Terry people of that ilk who you say mark the man and that guy isn't scoring 
that's the difference in Mourinho's teams of the past and where I think he still is with this Manchester United group. You know, Smalling, we all thought, was has been captain of the club, we all thought Smalling might be, be the one who, who goes with Bayern. Lindelof, we haven't seen yeah, yet. Yeah, Lindelof, you'd think, at yeah. $50 million, it could it comes in the team. get up to, will, will get his chance. I mean, he's 23, mm. and Jose, you know, often does this with new players. He takes the time bringing him into it. But I just wonder, you know, if Jose's going to make a change because he does that sort of thing doesn't he if he's not happy with something yeah. you know what, what you, you one back game I don't care one yeah, back yeah. game yeah. boom Smalling somebody gets else chance. gets an opportunity yeah. I mean it was that clumsy I don't want to say weak because he's not weak Phil Jones he no. just kind of lost his mm. man a little lost bit his bearings a bit as well and, and like you mm. said 2-1 I think we both looked at each other in yeah. the studio and said yeah. well that, that's probably mm. going to be it now because Jose will, will find a way to, to close this up and get the three points mm. it didn't happen today just, just a, a chance came Robin and uh, this might be me being a bit petty but 2-2, two, two. Uh, it was about 81 minutes in the game, somebody whipped a great ball in from the right-hand side, and Romelu Lukaku, the ball jumped up a little bit, but has a great chance to win the game 3-2. Well, I think two. you're being a bit harsh there. I'm asking the question. When you pay £116 million, uh, yeah, when, but, when but you're in the form he's in, four goals in, in four Premier League games, he scored four goals in, in, on international duty, do you expect... Tommy thinks that's why we pay him. That's why he's going to win his games. And, and I might be being harsh. The ball does jump up. But I think of that Sergio Aguero, I think that goes the back of the net. Uh, you know what? I think the, the ball, he's, he's got to lift his foot. He's got to anticipate the height of the jump I get on the that, ball. But, he, but that's, what, that's uh, yeah. his job, isn't it? Yeah. That, that, that's I what think, he does. I think he's been a little bit harsh there. Well, that's, when just you like saying so Phil, Phil jo- that's just like saying Phil Jones at the other end, looked for the ball, lost his bearings. Are we being a bit harsh on him? It's the same no, thing. A defender's got yeah. to defend and a centre-forward's got to take chances. Yeah. That's, a one- that's a one-on-one, a ball in a six-yard box. He gets the right contact, Manchester United win the game. Just, just um, you mentioned international break. Just one thing before we move on to Stoke. Jose said after mm. the game, mm. you know, the players come back from international break, um, they weren't the same. A, a, yeah, and yeah. that's a quote from Jose. They weren't the same after international break. Does he have a point? And, and we all know no. that it's the same for every, every other club. Every manager has it, yeah. I, I think that's Jose saying, when the players with me, I get them in a certain mindset and in a certain way of playing, and, and then they're, they're on it. They, they went away and they were a little bit loose. They're, they're not quite on that, on that same level of, of intensity. Mm. It's Jose being Jose. Stoke City. Let's give him a lot of Very credit, mate. Sexy Stoke. Sexy Stoke. But you know back. what? The club's been livened up by yeah. signings, Rob. Yeah. Signings. Defensively, Kurt Zuma, excellent yeah. today. Kevin Vimmer? Uh, Kevin Vimmer did okay for his first game. Did okay. But Hesse mm. and Shubba Moting have brought a yeah. whole and new... Shakiri. Uh, Shakiri's yeah. he's always been bright. But now you've got two other guys that have got a little bit of presence about them. They've got a little bit of work rate. And they've got a little bit of quality. And I think it's livened up this club, attacking-wise, uh, 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 100%. Let me give you another one as well. Mom Juf, right yeah, side. Yeah, Wing-back. Yeah. You know, he's played centre-forward. He's played sometimes in the hole. But from the right wing-back, got in a lo- couple of times, caused Manchester United problems, put a lovely ball in for the first goal for Stoke. So Mark Hughes has to take a bit of credit and that's a win against Arsenal now at home a draw against Manchester United at home when last season they, they couldn't get near anybody in, in the top six yeah and, and, and early in the window I remember thinking Stoke are in trouble here mm. Arnautovic had left the football club and I'm thinking come on you've got to bring some players in those two attacking players came quite late yeah. and I think it's made all the difference in the world Darren Fletcher Robbio yeah another little mention for him good game today good egg good leader and he had a good game next to Joe Allen yeah, and, and I just think that with, with what Mark Hughes has done, Rob, he, he just corrected the balance of the team. I think there was a time when Stoke were trying to be too sexy, too fancy, have too many I, I don't know players. whether... I, 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 what are you saying? I don't think they've gone back to a Doric no, style. No, 
not saying they've gone back. What I'm saying is balanced the game up with the, the back three. He's gone to a back three, so he's put another defender a stronger in Darren Fletcher ha is a good response, but he tactically knows his positions. And now they've got three threats up front. They're not reliant on the kind of enigmatic skills of Arnautovic. On great days, he's great, but the days you don't get anything from him. I think there's a little bit more consistency across the board, and that's why I'm calling him solid Stoke rather than sexy Stoke, but he was a sexy day. And Eric Maxine Tupo-Moting is the he's new he's the man. man. He's the new man. So, that's the two Manchester teams done. Next, we'll take a look at London. North London, to be precise. Arsenal Spurs, both needy, satisfying victory. Spurs were away from Wembley, and there was enjoyment at the Emirates. I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. We'll show on NBC Sports Radio, and we talk Premier League. The Two Robbies Football Show. We're online and on demand 24 hours a day. You're listening to NBC Sports Radio. Our game never stops. Welcome back to Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio. Now, Robbie, oh, you said it, mm. North London. We want to talk Arsenal first. Uh, there are lots of games going on at the same time today, so you looked at Arsenal yeah. and Bournemouth. I watched Everton versus Spurs that we'll talk about in a minute, but we've given a lot of stick to Arsene Wenger and Arsenal. Mm -hmm. Good day for Arsenal today, wasn't it? Good performance against poor opposition. They're almost perfectly uh, placed for them, Bournemouth. Didn't really put up, but let, let, listen, let's give Arsenal some credit. Yep. You know, the 4-0 loss to Liverpool. They lose Oxley chamberlain The Alexis Saga on the transfer window. Mesut Ozil coming out and criticising some of the legends. There was a lot of negativity around this football club. And, and if Bournemouth had gone and got a result today, I don't know what would have happened at, at the Emirates. But in fairness to, to Arsenal, got off to a good start. Danny Welbeck scored after six minutes. Kalasinak played in a more natural position on that left-hand side and, and, had, and had a decent game. Bellerin back to his natural right-hand side. Wing back, three at the back, which looked good. And, and the goals, it was comfortable, Rob. Lacazette got a, got a lovely goal and shows his finishing ability. Mm. Uh, it was just a good day for, for Arsenal against good opposition who didn't really put up much fight. Good without the ball, good with the ball, but also I have to say good without the ball today, Arsenal. Hunted it down well. Alexander Lacazette, Siad mm. Klasinak mm. and Skrodra Mustafi all apparently played really well today. Yeah. Why didn't these players start against Liverpool? It's a very good question, and, and it's part of why people are scratching their heads a bit with Arsene Wenger. I'll throw another one at you, which, which, just be interested in your opinion. So the team comes out, the three at the back, it, it's Mustafi, it's Monreal, and, and it's um, Koscielny. Koscielny. Yep. No Rob Holding. So he's maybe dropped the kid, is he? So you think maybe he's on the bench then, and he can sit down and learn a bit and watch. He's not even in the squad, Rob. So it's again, it's a bit of a head scratcher for me. Is, is he like, I've got to get him totally out the fire? But... All I'm saying is, think of your Rob Holding. How, do you, how are you feeling? Having been involved in the first three games, having played a part, things haven't maybe gone that, that well, but now you're totally bombed. I think that's football. Ooh. I don't think Arsenal played well. I think they've conceded yeah. crazy goals. But, but and somebody's got a pair of prize for it. Okay, so Pair Mertesacker's on the bench. He deserves said, a chance soon. Hold on, hold on. You said to me, we had a conversation today, and you said, I remember when I was at Oxford and I got dropped, and the manager dropped me, and I wasn't ready to be dropped. And I, and yeah, I, and fair I, enough. Yeah, so Rob, Hol enough. So Rob Holding's yeah. in that same position. Yeah. 
And, and someone's got to lose their position. Scroger Mustafi is an expensive player, well, should be playing. So, so when you, playing. So when you were a kid player, you didn't, you didn't like it, or you no, didn't, didn't, didn't like accept it. it. You not, didn't but, want to but accept it. But it happens, it. doesn't it? It happens. I'm not saying it happens, but what I'm saying... What are you going to do? Keep playing a guy? No, is that good management? Yeah, get him out the side. If he's not playing well, change it. Josie, you don't put him on the bench. I don't care. Get him out the side, put him out to sack Robbie Earl. I don't think that's good management. I think now Rob Holding goes back down, he loses confidence, you've no. got to rebuild him again. Yeah. He's done the same with Cole Jenkinson. Get better. He's done the Get better. same with Cole Jenkinson. There's a number of players who he's had a similar situation, and all of a sudden, Rob, they almost have to come again. Yeah, so what? Mourinho and other people do it all the time. Yeah, learn a lesson. You've not been playing well. I'm going to make changes. This is Arsenal Football Club. These are the international players that are sat on the bench. They okay. deserve a chance so to play. So you just asked me a question. So they go up, up at the Liverpool, you don't play Lacazette, you don't play um, Mustafi, and you don't play Kalasinak. What, what, what are you saying then, then? That, that's good management as well. No, I'm not Learn a lesson. Learn a lesson. In this, this, this situation of Rob Holding, you giving it all, oh, you know what, you know, he should have bad management, and, and, and tap him I'm on the backside, unlucky side, nah, keep I, playing. I, I'm saying good management keep, young keeps players, people around. Young players learn harsh lessons, and we both had that. I got dropped, I got hammered by teammates in certain situations. And they're so the things I remember. This, so they're, they're good, that Makes, it may be better. Management. It may be come back stronger, Rob. And he might come back a stronger player. Mustafi might come back a weaker player. So you well. have, so you'd have just put him on the bench. Um, and there's Murtisakas on the bench. Is he never going to play again then, or? or well, uh, well, he deserves it. Rob Holding hasn't done that bad. He, he's been exposed by not having a lot of good pros around him in the situation. All I'm saying is, if you believe in him as much as you say, you play him in the games, you don't bomb him out of the squad in that situation, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, well, we, we're different there because yeah. he's been under a lot of pressure, mate. He's been hammered. I don't mind him making big calls, big changes, get some of his bigger guns and in inverted commas back into the side. Easy target, Rob Holding. <laughs> Easy target. What about Mesut Ozil? Why wasn't he ever bombed? Well, listen, I, I'm just talking about the one situation there. Yep, there's arguments we could bomb out other players, but, but for me, he's got to make changes, big cause, and he's done it. Let me talk about the good things. Yeah. Danny Welbeck today got a brace, worked hard from that left-hand side. Mes um, Alexis Sanchez came on as a sub, got a good reception from the Arsenal fans. That was good. Aaron Ramsey was a much more disciplined play behind the ball. I thought uh, it was a good day for Arsenal around. Bad day for Bournemouth, Rob. Yeah. Really bad day for Bournemouth. I mean, they're better, by the way. He's made good signings. Yeah, they're better. I mean, why? What is... Uh... <laughs> One goal all season, Charlie Dalian's from left. Yeah, Back eight goals but... conceded. There's four straight defeats, Rob. And they've got Brighton at home next weekend. Yeah, Let me tell you, if they don't win that one, a bit of a South Coast derby in that, yeah. Crash will be on Eddie Howe. But do you know what, in a way... I think it's a good test for Eddie Howe. Everything's been going so well for him. Come on now, Eddie. Show yeah, us you a good coach. You, yeah. You're a better coach than this. Everton versus Spurs, the mm. game that I watched today. Um, I've got to say, I'm really surprised. Really surprised. Everton nil, Spurs three. And Spurs away from Wembley Stadium. Yeah. Harry Kane scoring again. Eriksen sublime in, in situations there. Very, very comfortable. Everton... Lots of positive talk. Everybody's talking about and us. It was a good window for, for yeah. Koeman. Aren't they the team that's going to break what the top six? What, was, what, weren't they the team uh, yeah, in I never said that, that, but a lot, of, a lot of people thought yeah, that. Could break in. Very little punch up front. Sanjo Ramirez, yeah. again, disappointing. Calvert-Lewin, did he start on the bench? He, he started on the bench, came, came into again. the match. I just think he's better. He looked better. Man City, when they played, he, he, he stretched him and they yeah, got a draw. He's really the good. And... and and I understand, again, that, that Koeman's got a lot of new players mm. and they're young players and the future is bright because I do believe in a lot of these young players, but he hasn't found the formula yet. Now, that's 
difficult games. I mean, Chelsea last time was, well, they were poor against Chelsea, poor again today against Spurs. We know European competition is going to come up really quickly for them. I'm just, I was just a little disappointed of how comfortable Spurs mm. were. After kind of an even opening to the game, um, we started to see the real Spurs. Davison Sanchez looked good at centre-back. Rob, they played a three at the back. Um, Delhi played just in behind Harry Kane. Trippier to the right, Ben Davis to the left. Spurs are still a strong side, yeah. but I was shocked at, at how easy this was for them. Wayne Rooney's had an interesting week, Rob. Some bad publicity off off the field with the DUI. Alleged, he's got to go to court and that's yeah. got to be proven, but, but that yeah. wasn't great for him. He, he's kind of taken almost this kind of role of, of responsibility with this young Everton team. Disappointed, I, I know, the chairman and the, and then the manager, uh, Ronald Koeman. And there was an incident in the game where I think he got a yellow oh. card late on when could easily uh, have been a different colour. Well, we both saw it, and mm. I, we saw it in the highlights. Mm. And uh, I have seen that many, many times. That's the, the frustrating red card. And that's the frustrating Wayne a frustrating Rooney. Wayne, and we haven't seen that, to be fair, over no. the last few years at United. He's he kind of got better on that. But frustrated today, maybe with all the stuff that's gone on in his personal life, with the drink driving, etc., etc., that was a bad challenge. That was a bad foul. That was a lash out at, da at to Delhi. Nowhere near the ball. And I would say that was excessive force, which did. I mean, that could have really hurt Delhi. He, he, he jumped back up to his feet really quickly. Fair play to him. But I thought that was a moment where we're not going to see big headlines in newspapers tomorrow, Rob, because mm. the Wayman has got a, a red card on the back of everything else. We're not going to see that, but we absolutely could have done. So I think the overriding thing from that game, Rob, I, I was saying, you know, are, are Everton closing the gap on those teams? Looking at those teams, is there a marked difference between the two? The marked difference was, was up front. Well, I mean, it, it's a tough game. Kane scores in September now, isn't it? I mean, that August yeah. thing just is bizarre, but and, he, and, he, he scores again. Everton didn't look. I mean, it's a tough comparison. It's a tough couple of games, Spurs and Chelsea. Uh, and they've already played Man City away where they got a good 1 1. Mm. I remember being so uh, encouraged and so, you know, I, I enjoyed that performance. Yeah. But the last two, I'm like disappointed because I expect more from Everton. Yep, so that's the most of the big boys done. Next, we'll take a look at some of the other standout performances from today and we'll cast our eye over Chelsea. This is the Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. We'll be back in a tick. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show with myself, Robbie Musto, and here with my buddy, Robbie Earl. Rob, let's talk any other business, and let's talk the champions. Champions of the Premier League, uh, Chelsea, got a victory at the season before champions, Leicester City, 2-1 goals from Alvaro Morata and Angolo Kante, the former Leicester um, player, got the job done for Chelsea. And Antonio Conte, he's been a little bit of a, a kind of a strange period. The window was not as good as he wanted it to be. Diego Costa still is an awkward situation, but they're finding ways to win. And looking at the lineup today, you've got a midfield of Bakayoko, Cesc Fabregas, and N'Golo Kante. You've got Pedro playing in behind Alvaro Morata, who has scored another goal. Three goals, three headers. And I wasn't sure, Rob, whether Morata was going to start so mm. quickly. And Listen, he's proven me wrong. He's looked really good straight from the start. He has scored goals uh, internationally as well. He, yep. He's just got this movement, Andy. I mean, if, if you look at his goals, the heady goals, it, it seems like Aspilicueta and him have yep. got a little something Similar. going. Similar balls in. He drifts between uh, centre-backs. He, he's not a power striker. He's not going to beat you with, with loads of power and speed. But he's clever and he's smooth and he's got a nice touch and feel around the penalty do, box. Do you think, you know, at, at, of course we go back, you know, playing and watching mm. the game for years. As the Premier League changed, yep. 
in terms of its physicality yeah. and what you can get away with as defenders. Yeah. Uh, uh, am, I, am I thinking too well, far in the past that this guy might struggle with big, aggressive defenders that are going to barge in, be aggressive with him? Well, and actually, nowadays, it mm. isn't so much. So a, a kind of a, an artist of a striker, which he is, he's kind mm. of a, a very slick, very kind of graceful-looking centre-forward, can actually thrive without the physicality. Yeah. Well, I, well, I'm thinking more from an attacking point of view, Rob, now that... that in, in our day, you'd play the big centre forward. It would back up against the big centre off. They'd fight for the ball. Yeah, then you'd get the knockdown. physical, wasn't it? The, 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 the centre forwards of today play between the midfield players. They don't play against them. And between they defenders get, they, as well. Between defenders, they play in spaces. So they don't need to be big and physical. It's more about touch and movement. And, and you know, you look at Sergio Aguero, who scored many goals over many seasons. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but his movement's special. Jermaine Defoe, it, was he five or six or something? But his movement and his, his creativity, his, his sense of where to be. That being said, right, if mm. we're talking about a big loss is Diego Costa, yeah. he's scoring goals. He's replacing those goals. At the Midfield moment. of Matic, without the great drama. for Manchester United, yeah. without the drama. Yeah. Bakayoko mm. is a fantastic player. And will get better. I think it will get better. Mm. This Chelsea team can repeat. Why can't it if we're out to keep scoring the goals? <laughs> Listen, they, they had the bad day against Burnley, conceded three goals, lose the game, and I think it was like, wow, we, we're going to have another one of those, like Jose, you know, win a league, then, then drop off. Antonio Conte was never going to allow that. The signings have been good. I think everybody would like, uh, Chelsea would like a little bit more business in, in, the, uh, in the transfer window, but they didn't. There's a spirit about the group. Eden Hazard got on the, on the pitch today, yeah. which, which is another bonus. So, listen, Why can't they, they, they? Answer, answer my question. They ain't going to be too Why can't they? Why can't I'm, they I'm not saying they, they can't. I, I'm saying they ain't going to be too far right. away. They'll be in the top three of teams, I think, in the season. And may just do a little bit of business in January, Rob, if Costa goes and money comes in. Might just do with a bit of business. It might change the, the, the whole sort of speed of the this, of this second half of the season. Yeah, Leicester City... Um, Tough game for them today. Mm. Vardy got that penalty um, quick on on the uh, on that play there. Gets yeah. the gets the award of the kick and scores. Um, they've had a tough start, but they're going to be okay, aren't they? I mean, yeah. Anything uh, Craig, changed from what you've seen so far with Leicester that that's no, going to be anywhere no. different from from mid table? No, I, I've seen enough. I think Craig Shakespeare's I mean, they're, they're, they're fourth bottom right now. I know they're, they're fourth, fourth bottom. bottom. We're four games in, and, and they haven't had an easy easy run of, run of games, Rob. So I, I think that they'll be fine. Um, they'll they'll win enough games that they should win against the teams they should win, and they'll have a few big days. Just quickly, want to go back to Chelsea because you're talking about well, you know kind of just want to go back to the three next fixtures: home at Arsenal, away to Stoke, home at Man City. I think those three games give us a little bit more of an indication, you know, Hazard, Bark and whatever, if this team are going to be good enough to, 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 to go back-to-back champions. Just other games that mm. I want to quick touch on, Watford. Watford start. Yeah. I mean, they've had a really good start. 2-0 yeah. victory hands today. Hands up for me. All right, hands up, hands up. Yeah, you, hands you up. thought they were going to get... I thought yeah. they struggled. I thought, Marco Silva, why have you jumped into that job? Yeah. All those changes, all those yeah. players... Can Change is good. Wow. Change is good sometimes. Lots of new players, lots of managers, and they're fourth place in the Premier League table right now. Good work. Well done, Marco Silva. Brighton got a good win today, Rob. 3-1 against West Bromwich Albion. I mean... Not many teams put three past West Brom, so good start for, for Chris Hutton in, in, in his team. Uh, Pascal Gross got a couple of goals. Toma Hamed got himself a goal as well, so uh, good good first win for Brighton. They needed that, and it just gives you that confidence, doesn't it, when you get your first win in the Premier League. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just looking quickly here, we've got games upcoming tomorrow. Uh, Burnley versus Crystal Palace, Swansea versus Newcastle Monday, West Ham United versus Huddersfield Town. Palace, I mean, Burnley. Crystal Palace. Palace, Crystal Burnley. Palace. Not, I'm and not, West Ham. We're I'm talking about feeling... managers that... that 
could be first not getting the sack. Not feeling warm and fuzzy about Frank De Boer. It, it seems it isn't is a bit... Isn't it an experiment that's worth continuing with, Rob? Persisting I, with for a few more we weeks? We think so, but I'm, I'm, I think you've got to ask Palace fans and Palace ownership if that's the case. Even a few rumbles out of the, out of the place if players aren't too happy with the manager, which always is the case, but that's going to be interesting to, to watch that one, Rob. Yeah. And Huddersfield as well. I mean, they play on the Monday against West Ham United. And conceded a goal, yeah, have they? Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic where they've, uh, where they're at right now, uh, sixth place in the Premier League. Yeah, great stuff uh, as ever. And as you said, Rob, it's a reminder to join us tomorrow, 7.30 Eastern on NBCSM. Palace are away at Burnley and they just need to get some points on the board. And I'm interested in Swansea, how they're yeah. going to look. Renato Sanchez and Wilfred Bonny in their round. It changes, a great window, won't it? Changes yeah. the whole outlook of the game. So that's 7.30 Eastern time on NBCSM. And that just leaves us time to reward the tweet of the day. And that goes to Winks. And he said on, on the morning red card that... When you're running that fast with your foot high, it's reckless and without control. So, Winks, please make sure your direct message is your address and we'll get a two Robbie Scott doing the post in the next couple of days. So, it was a day when Manchester United had to settle for a draw but still stay at the top of the table. Manchester City put five past Liverpool, but it was a Mornay-less Liverpool in the for most of the game. And Spurs and Arsenal both had convincing 3-0 wins. Remember, for more debate, discussion and... As you heard, good old arguments. Make sure subscribe to iTunes to download the Two Robbies podcast. Our next podcast will be midweek after the European Games. So that's Champions League and Europa League games involving the Premier League clubs. And if you like what you hear, please rate and review the shows. The ratings help increase our ranking and visibility, which allows more football fans to discover the show. And finally, for me, thanks to all the good folk at Culver City. You guys are the real stars. Absolutely. And also the listeners, thanks for supporting our, our radio show and our podcast and getting involved through social media, letting us know your thoughts and strong opinions, particularly on today's red card. Uh, and of course, look out for that midweek podcast where we react to all the uh, European games and start a debate at any time you want by tweeting us at the two Robbies NBC. Um, and we look forward to next week. We'll be back same time, same place, talking Premier League. So until then, it's good night from me. Well, not, not good quite good night. Yeah, uh, a few more seconds. Champions, Champions League. Big games, Europa League, big games, Arsenal, FC Köln, Thursday night football. Manchester we're expecting, we're expecting big things, aren't we, from the yeah, Premier League team some, this year? Somebody got to go close this year. Somebody got to go semi-final. They've got to get in the semi. We need a Premier League team in the semi-final. Manchester City, sure. are they the team? Uh, I think City. I think Chelsea. I think Manchester United might do something well. But we will talk. We will react. Same time, same place next weekend for more talk on the Premier League football. So until then, it's good night from me. And good night from him. Good, good night. night. When we listen to the radio, we never agree on the station. Classic rock. Hip-hop. Pop. Guys, quiet. The one thing we do agree on, we all want an awesome free phone. That's why we switched to MetroPCS. Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four free phones of your choice from brands you love, like Samsung, Motorola, and LG when you switch. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Free phone requires port. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.